what is arrogant money? Arrogant money sometimes disguises itself as conservative, careful decision-making, but at the end of the day, it's simple foolishness disguised as experience. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll help you to know if yours is arrogant money right now in episode 164. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. Arrogant money. It's, it's a funny thing. Ever heard of it? It's kind of like old money because it really refers to the owner of the money more than the money itself. Arrogant money describes the person who has had some success in one kind of investment and thus presumes himself to be expert in all others as well. I'd like to tell you about a recent example of arrogant money, and I hope you hear the caution in the story. There's a guy named Will. Real guy, but that's not his real name. Will is in his 80s and is clearly a very smart guy. For years, he focused his investments on note investing. In other words, he'd lend out his money to homeowners at a very high interest rate and would secure his capital by getting a lien against the property. So far, so good. Will did really well for himself. He did some real estate deals along the way, too, some rehab deals and some other stuff. But at the core was always his note investing strategy. And, you know, that worked really well for him. It's a fundamentally wise thing to lend money against valuable assets. And he was collecting 15% on his money, and just about anybody would be happy with that. So several months ago, Will called me up. He heard what we were doing in Phoenix, in which we were working with clients who provided capital, which my team then used to purchase, renovate, and resell those properties, and profits were split. And by the way, those deals are doing very well, and the, the results have been really strong. But Will called me up back then, and we talked. Now, it was clear at that time that he had plenty of capital to invest, but that he was also something of a my way or the highway type of guy. So who knows? Maybe I caught him on a bad day. So I certainly didn't close the door on working with him, but he seemed more interested at the time in selling off his portfolio of notes than doing anything else. I was interested in that, but not terribly so because I knew, whether Will did or not, that many of his notes were simply not compliant with new regulations, so they had the potential to really blow up. So I heard from Will again this week. He's heard what we're doing in Stockton, which is very similar to what we did in Phoenix several months ago, where we've got lots of happy clients and Will is interested. So I explained the deal to him. Not particularly dissimilar to what we did in Phoenix. Basic idea is we use client capital to buy, renovate, and resell the property, and then we split the profit. There aren't any guarantees on the profit, but history has shown results that are, shall we say, substantially superior even to what Will has been accustomed. That's when Will drops the bomb on me. His money won't be invested into anything where he doesn't have a guaranteed rate of return, and what he wants is 25%. Barring that, he wants to structure the transaction totally differently to totally suit his purposes, uh, which will be to the detriment of the other clients involved. You know, Will has every right to be cautious with his capital, and I applaud him for his concern, but in his case, caution has transformed into arrogance. Will believes his capital is more worthy than others, and you know, that's okay. But here's the thing, folks. This is the lesson I want you to get out of today's episode. There's an ebb and flow to global capital markets. Sometimes markets are short on capital and long on opportunity. And sometimes markets are short on great opportunity and awash in capital. Today's environment is definitely the latter. There's a lot of cash out there just waiting to be deployed, such that any worthy investment is not having difficulty attracting capital from reasonable investors. 
People like Will do really well when there's a capital shortage, but when there's not, and there certainly isn't right now, people like Will see their investment portfolios dwindle through underuse. Inflation is the killer of arrogant money. Arrogant money sits and sits and sits, ready to be deployed, but never finding an opportunity that's exactly the right one. Not because the right opportunity doesn't exist, but because it isn't the perfect opportunity. My friends, there's no such thing as perfect opportunities. There are only opportunities, wise ones and unwise ones. And at the end of the day, arrogant money uses the only arrow in its quiver, rejection. Rejection of unwise opportunities, sure, but also rejection of wise opportunities. That, my friends, is a very sad thing. So don't be like Will, okay? (laughs) So why is this on my mind? Well, it's for far more than just the fact that this conversation with Will happened yesterday. It's because we're coming up on Thanksgiving tomorrow. And for me, that's the most meaningful holiday of the year because gratitude is such a central key to success and happiness. I mean, real, genuine gratitude, the kind of gratitude that acknowledges that none of us are here alone, that none of us succeed independently, and that all of us are blessed far more than we really deserve. Gratitude, in other words, it's, it's the very opposite of arrogance. And as the good book says, pride comes before the fall. May that never be your fate. Folks, I'd like to express my deepest gratitude to you for listening to this show. This year, 2015, has been amazing for me. Some really hard times, to be honest, but so deeply rewarding and so successful. While I'm really proud of how well this show is doing and how well our clients and self-directed investor society are doing, the thing I'm most proud of for this year so far is my relationship with my wife. We've worked really consciously to grow and become better and stronger for each other, and I've got to tell you, the effect it's had on every other part of my life, including business, has been profound and positive. Carol, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can never thank you enough. You're you're a spectacular woman, and I love you with all that's in me. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You people are special to me, and I really do mean that. So I hope that you'll invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 